Welcome to Ag This Week, sponsored by the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau. This is your host, Delene Hodnett. This week's podcast features an on-the-ground report from a rancher whose hay pasture is being devastated by elk and drought, an update on the upcoming special legislative session, a recap of a charity shopping event, and we wrap up with a look to the next generation with an event hosted for beginning agriculturalists. Rio Riva Farm and Livestock Bureau President Donald Martinez is a seventh-generation rancher who owns land near El Rito. And while area elk are a novelty for tourists, for Donald they've worn out their welcome. Grazing elk combined with recent drought are devastating his hay pastures. So Donald, how has the drought affected your hay crop this year? It has really affected us as far as keeping a, you know, our original cow herd numbers and uh, sheep herd numbers. You know, for the last two years, the first year really hit us hard. Just this past last year, we had uh, some pretty good summer rains, so we made a little bit of hay, but nowhere near enough for, you know, wintering our cattle and our livestock all the way around, so we've had to buy a lot of hay, so it's really affected us in the pocketbook. And is this lack of crop made worse by area livestock? Yes, the whole mountain ranges are dry, you know, the valleys are dry, but, uh, you know, we got a little water on these valleys, so, um, you know, that attracts the wildlife to come in and graze along with our cattle and really beat up our private lands. What can be done to remedy the situation? We definitely need to call the wildlife herds of, especially elk in our country. Elk populations have pretty much tripled, so we need to get them called. We need to get them called at the right time, and I, I think that's the only solution. We're going to have to get more depredation hunts. We're going to have to offer more hunts for locals. Just double up in the hunting uh, privileges. The, the thing about it is, especially with elk, and I, you know, in an area where I'm at, you know, the, we've seen the herds triple in size. It's not only affecting farmer and rancher, it's even affecting uh, tourism driving on the highways. You know, uh, just uh, last week we seen a pretty nasty accident due to an, an elk crossing and a family got pretty hurt. So we're seeing that, uh, those elk crossing roads from pasture to pasture, that kind of stuff. So it's pretty dangerous to drive at night in our area. Another thing that's going to really affect us is the diseases that they bring to our, our livestock herds. Thanks, Donald. If you thought we were done covering the legislature for the year, surprise! Once again, the governor has called legislators into a special session. Tiffany Rivera, Director of Government Affairs for New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau, has the details. Although spring is in the air, I have to say it's feeling more and more like Groundhog Day. Since the end of session, there have been rumors flying regarding the potential for another special session. And quite honestly, It's not surprising that the governor is calling the legislators back to Santa Fe beginning April 5th. This has become predictable for the governor who has called two special sessions in both 2020 and 2021. One of the topics to be discussed is rebates for drivers to reimburse them for the high price of gas. The recent Russia invasion of the Ukraine has not helped the global situation and has instead created additional instability and uncertainty especially around global energy markets. Indeed, we've seen a dramatic increase in the cost of energy. According to AAA, the current average for gas in New Mexico is 4.15 a gallon for regular. That's a 19% increase over last month and a 44% increase in costs over a year ago. Diesel prices are particularly hurting our local farmers with current prices at 5.06 a gallon. That's up from 387 last month and 318 a year ago. 
Additionally, we are still experiencing the lingering impacts of the pandemic, including supply chain and labor shortages, while also trying to adjust to record inflation rates. Inflation is hovering at a historical rate of 7.9%, a level which hasn't been experienced since 1982. For these reasons, the governor has decided to call the legislature back into another special session. According to her press release, the scope of this special session will include measures to assist with economic relief in face of rising costs to consumers, while also addressing a revised supplemental junior bill. As you will recall from the previous session, the legislature passed SB 48, the junior bill. This bill included funding for many special projects and capital requests across the state. It included many beneficial appropriations for various agriculture programs like 4-H, FFA, NMSU's Ag Science Centers, weather monitoring stations, and much more. Unfortunately, after session concluded, the governor vetoed the bill, stating that she had concerns with transparency and believed it was fiscally irresponsible. This all brings us to where we are today, a week out from another special session where hopefully our legislators and the executive office will achieve their collective goals in a quick manner. Keep in mind that we are also in an election year and with primary elections quickly approaching, campaign and fundraising events are in full swing. Not only will the legislature want a quick and fruitful special session, but so will the governor. According to state law, an incumbent governor is prohibited from fundraising for 20 days after the adjournment of session. While legislators cannot fundraise from the initiation date of the proclamation until the end of session. With more than just state dollars on the line, we expect this session will be a quick one. Lastly, I'll leave you with a fun and expensive fact. In New Mexico, it costs roughly $50,000 a day to call the legislature back into session. With such a hefty price tag, state taxpayers should be mindful of how frequently special sessions are convened. New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau staff will continue to monitor the developments around the special session and as always do our best to advocate for our membership and for local agriculture. Thanks, Tiffany. Do you know about the Ronald McDonald House in Albuquerque? The Ronald McDonald House Charities in New Mexico provide overnight stays and a home away from home for families whose children are in medical treatment. More than a roof over their heads, these accommodations relieve families of the stresses of finding a place to stay while far from home. They also provide meals for their guest families, and the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau Women's Leadership Program was happy to help stock the pantry with a recent charity shopping event. Here to tell us about it is Caitlin Spradley, coordinator for the Women's Program. March was a pretty busy month for the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau Women's Leadership Program. On March 21st, five members of the Women's Leadership Program gathered together with some of our Bernalillo County 4-H families and Representative Marian Matthews from House District 27 to shop to stock the pantries and freezers of the New Mexico Ronald McDonald houses. Together, the group was able to donate more than $1,000 worth of meat, dairy, frozen food, and pantry items that will be used by families staying at the Yale and Highlands Ronald McDonald Houses there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Ronald McDonald House Charities of New Mexico provides numerous programs that help families with sick children stay close to their loved ones 
while they receive medical attention. And last year, Women's Leadership Program members across the country raised more than $26,000 for Ronald McDonald houses. New Mexico WLP members actually did their part in 2021 through a $1,000 monetary donation. So this year's food donation really helped to connect the female farmers and ranchers who grow food with the New Mexico families who enjoy it. If you're interested in getting involved in the Women's Leadership Program or engaging in activities like our Ronald McDonald House donation, I would invite you to visit nmflb.org and click on the Get Involved tab to find more information. Thanks, Caitlin. Farming and ranching can seem like a daunting business. There are no vacation or sick days, no retirement plan or 401k, but there's a lot to be said for the agricultural lifestyle of being your own boss, working the land, and being close to nature. If you're interested in becoming a farmer or rancher, the 2022 AgriFuture Educational Institute is for you. The event connects those with wisdom and experiential knowledge with the next generation of fresh thinkers. Here to share details of the event is Christy Garcia, Director of Public Affairs for the New Mexico Department of Ag. The AgriFuture Educational Institute is the perfect opportunity to get young people and those people that are new to agriculture interested in getting involved in this amazing industry we have in New Mexico. The conference is in May, so it's going to be Tuesday, May 17th to Thursday, May 19th in Albuquerque at the Embassy Suites. And I want to make sure everyone knows that April 7th, so just a few days from now, April 7th is the deadline to register. And we hold this conference every other year. So obviously it's been since 2018 that we've been able to meet in person. So we're super excited about that. And in addition to New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau, New Mexico Department of Agriculture, there's really about 12 agencies that come together to help host this event. You don't have to be a young person, you know, to join. You can be new to agriculture. Maybe you're a veteran returning to the civilian workforce and you want to get involved in this industry and learn about it, learn about all the opportunities. This is the perfect opportunity for those people and current producers. So if you're already in the industry, we want you to come along, learn alongside these young people and people new to agriculture. And also it's a great networking opportunity. So those that are involved can kind of network and answer questions for those people new to this industry. The best thing is it's only $50 for those that are new to agriculture or what we're calling the future producers. That will get them registration to the conference, meals provided, two nights hotel stay. To open up the conference on Tuesday evening, we're going to host a farm-to-table reception led by the New Mexico Taste the Tradition Chef Ambassador Rocky Durham. What we're going to be doing is actually having products from New Mexico producers and discussing that, like farm to table. You know, food does not magically appear on our plate. So we want to think about, well, this farmer, this producer, this is beef from this rancher. This is, you know, chili from this farmer, um, dairy, you know, from, from a dairy producer. So that's going to be an exciting part. Also, we will have on Thursday, the last day, we will have Tim, the dairy farmer Moffat. He's a speaker. He's also a comedian. We have to laugh, right? We want to have humor. Everything, yes, it, it is serious. And there's various serious issues in regards to ag right now with the drought and, you know, labor. And those are all issues. We all need to laugh. We're all stressed out. So we want to bring Tim Moffat in, the dairy farmer, to give us a humorous perspective. And remember that it's important to laugh every day, too.
One of the perks this year is one of our keynote speakers, Ryan Jenkins. He co-authored a book uh, with Stephen Van Cohen titled Connectable, How Leaders Can Move Teams from Isolated to All In. And the first 150 people that register will receive that book at no cost. And it's an important message considering many people are coming back from being isolated, you know, during the pandemic and working from home or not being able to socialize and network. He's going to focus on generations working together. We see it now, you know, we have the Gen Zers and the baby boomers and everything in between. And how can I look at me as a Gen Xer? How can I look at a Gen Zer and say, wow, that's a really good approach to something. Why didn't I think of that? Or baby boomer. So I think that the important message that Ryan Jenkins will bring is how do we work together no matter what our generation is. Christy, what do you personally like most about the conference? Personally, I enjoy seeing the excitement in the attendees' eyes that are new to agriculture or want to get into the field of agriculture and just the realization of all the opportunities out there. You know, people might think, oh, I, I need to be a farmer or a rancher. And while that is an excellent career, because everyone wants to eat, right? Everyone likes to eat. But think about the technologies. You know, we need horticulturists and scientists and people that will develop technology to make farming more efficient. So I just like seeing the excitement. Like, wow, there's so much out there that we can do. So many different viewpoints from the great panel of speakers we have across the board, you know, whether it's someone that's related to agri-marketing your business or financial management, stress management, opportunities for getting started, opportunities for veterans and military families. There's so much that people can expect for this dynamic conference. Thanks, Christy. For more information, search online for NMDA AgriFuture Educational Institute. This has been Delene Hodnett with the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau's Ag This Week.